Hey folks, great to see you again. Hey, I want to talk about the buzzword right now is ChatGPT. And but more in a broader perspective is generative AI. And what are the concerns? What are the challenges? And what can you do about it at this point? If you are in a corporation, you need to create a policy uh, around that or, or some type of guidance, some type of white paper. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to focus on? So that's what I want to talk about it here today. Well, ChatGPT is the hot word. That's, that's the buzzword right now uh, across the interwebs, if you will. But there are three types of implementation, three types of strategy that you can do uh, within the organization. And now I'll, I'll focus on not the corporate-owned, generated, developed AI, but more of the external AI functionality, APIs, and so forth, where your data is being posted and training. Your data is used to be trained or to train these AI, um, such as ChatGPT. And that's where the corporate concern comes in at data privacy, right? You're putting that data there. But there's three types of strategies uh, in terms of generative AI. So one is out-of-the-box box use, right? You just go to ChatGPT and type your questions, your concerns, what you want to get out of it right at the prompt. That is only the one strategy. And you have to evaluate the pros and cons within your organization of doing so. Uh, there are some concerns if you take that strategy. One, of course, is privacy. Are you putting customer data there? Are you putting other type of perhaps regulated data in there that you perhaps not aware of? And now you have in that data being used not to get a, a nice outcome that you're looking for, but also using that data to train the AI in the public domain. The second will be contractual obligations. So when you use this type of open AI, you have contractual obligations that you have to be concerned with. Are you perhaps having contract infringements um, as you trying to do this in terms of intellectual property? Are you putting any of those in that public open um, uh, AI, just trying to get make your job easier um, doing so? So one another angle to look at it. The third I want to bring attention is ethical risks. The ethical risks um, also is a concern. Let's say you are a professional bound to ethics. Uh, let's say you are um, um, a doctor, MD, or an attorney that is bound to a certain ethics to perform his or her profession um, and that you cannot use ChatGPT for example, if you're an attorney to um, defend your client. Um, so it requires that a person do that, not an AI on that case. So it's something that you need to look at it from an ethics perspective. Regulatory always comes up. You know, you need to pay attention that anything you put in there uh, that generate an output, perhaps the regulation require you to log that that um, process or not, and you're not going to have access to those logs. It's going to be uh, outside on a public AI uh, uh, service. Quality and output issues. These are data that, the, that is generated in these AI, ChatGPT being the, the keyword that we're talking about here, are, are, are learning systems that learn for from data that is on the internet. And now, 
you and I know that not everything on the internet is true. So we're, and that is learning from. So you might have some output issues that, that perhaps the, the AI could not uh, generate or understand the logic and provide you bad data. Now today, um, as of today, so March 16, we had ChatGPT 4.0 coming out. And that is uh, a little more advanced that perhaps, you know, it can solve some of those problems, but even OpenAI admit themselves that errors uh, will occur as the technology advances. Lastly, inherent bias. You need to be careful with that because, once again, it's public data. It's data on the Internet. Um, inherent bias will be there in the language. It is out there if you Google. I mean, and that data is being consumed by uh, the open AI, such as ChatGPT, and generating that information. And if you're using inside your organization, for example, you have to be careful if you're using for a recruitment. Uh, let's say UHR is using for recruitment. Um, you have to, certain states require you to disclose your recruitment strategies, your recruitment uh, process, and that you will have to disclose that you're using this open AI um, that is external to your organization, either directly uh, on a prompt or using an API. But those hiring practices will have to be disclosed and that you need to understand what the local laws are for those. So, so th those are just a few um, areas that you need to be concerned with that you need to address as an organization on your policy so that it's clear for the entire organization what are your concerns are. Well, that's the use out of the box. The second use is, is more specialized use. You use, once again, you continue using that open API, that open AI into your system, but now you train that to uh, be focused and the outputs will be focused on, on your organization, on your data. Now, they will get better results, results that are pertinent to your organization, pertinent to what you're looking for. And there are, and I will not um, um, mention anyone here because I don't want to endorse anything. However, there are um, Chrome plugins that provide that service that you can download on your Chrome. And then when you log into ChatGPT, it creates that environment where it's just a, a click and go that you can create um, uh, SEO messages and, and blogs and so forth. That is what I'm talking about that you can create to your organization. But even though get that pertinent uh, output, you are putting your critical and your uh, restricted and your confidential information out of your boundaries and out of your control. The third and last way and strategy that you can implement AI in your organization is basically use a custom module. And that basically, we are not talking about ChatGPT at this point. You basically create your own AI within your organization. The challenges with that is you need to have the manpower, you need to have the knowledge, you have the resources, you have the funding to make that happen. But that would be the most conservative way to do. You have complete control of the outcomes, the, the, the end product, and of course, control of your information.